Crowded House is the debut album by Crowded House, produced by Mitchell Froome. It was released in August 1986 and certified platinum in four countries. Uh, The album includes hit singles, Don't Dream It's Over, Something So Strong, Mean To Me, World Where You Live, and Now We're Getting Somewhere. At the 1986 Countdown Australian Music Awards, the album won Best Debut Album. As listed number seven in the Rolling Stones' 200 Greatest Albums of All Time. My goodness. My goodness. You massive Crowded House fan. You son of a bitch. I'm not allowed to use your name anymore. You told me off. You son of a bitch. Hey, you can say my name. I just felt you were like over saying my name and I felt like you wanted to date me and it made me uncomfortable. Not in a, you know, um, hate speech kind of way. Just in a. Well, it wasn't sort of a hate speech kind of a way. That's how I meant it. Uh, yeah, that's true. I, I guess I should have seen that coming. Uh, you know, your culture, your religion, everything you stand for. I find it offensive. Yeah. But Who we put our differences aside to do this podcast. We uh, we do. It's a battle every week. Even though you are it's what you are, we we carry on. Yeah, we we are the light that the world needs to have shone upon it to reach um, utopia, essentially. We are the Bill and Ted of podcasting. Even without though us, Brad... Yeah. Without us, there is there is no uh, peace for mankind. There's, there's basically no internet. Well, exactly. Yeah, crowded house. Uh, never, never have called myself a giant... You know, like a fan fan, I can't say I've bought a single Crowded House album, but. Who buys albums anymore? That means nothing to anyone anymore. I know who they are. I know what they do. I'm aware of the genius of Neil Finn, amazingly talented songwriter. It's hard to say anything bad. It's just he's so wholesome. Everything's very straightforward. I think he's a. You know, it's too he's, short. The godfa- he's the godfather of New Zealand. Uh, he's got a funny haircut. Pop. He's the NZ Pop King. He's, he's got, got a beautiful large nose. hair for a 60-year-old man, don't you think? Ah, it's probably implants, isn't it, at this stage of his it's, life? You don't have hair like that at that age. It's mm, like plastic I, surgery, I imagine. Mm, I don't know. He's a Kiwi, so you think, you know, he's got to be pretty drugs and alcohol-free. Occasionally has a sausage roll and puts too much I mean, sauce on it. His tight buns, you know, that's not natural. He's got implants, I, I bet you. You mean? A man that age with, with such luscious cheeks just doesn't yeah. happen. Well, when you're, you're the darling of the worldwide songwriter community, it, it gives you solid rosy cheeks, I'd imagine. I was referencing his bottom. Like, uh, he's going pretty good for a guy of his age. Whoa. Goodness well, I me. Can't say I, I pay attention to Neil's fins, but uh, I'm, I'm sure they're solid. Look, to be fair, when you recommended this album, I was like, 
I wonder what's going to be on that one. It's their debut album. It's probably going to be a mixed bag, you know, one good song on it. And, uh, you know, when I think Crowded House, I instantly think of the band that he was in before this, which I think is eh, the better band for me is Split Ends, right? For those that don't know, uh, Split Ends was Neil Finn's uh, older brother's band that he joined and and made a better band, to be fair. You know, there, I said it. Uh, They split up, and this is Neil Finn's project, right? Which later... I don't know whether it was the next album or the album after his older brother joined Crowded House and again made the band better. So I think when the two of them are together, there's quality. But yeah, uh, I put this on and fuck me, does it have a lot of hits on it? Yeah. It's almost a goddamn, it's like a greatest hits album and it's their first album. Like, who does that? Honestly. Neil fucking Finn. Fucking Vin does it. Motherfucking gangster. Straight out the gate, you put it on. Mean to me. Yeah. You know, it kicks in. I I'd never I'd never heard or I thought I'd never heard it before. I was like, oh, okay, it's kind of catchy. And then the chorus. And I was like, fuck, I know this song. You know, Mm. like it's just it's in our Kiwi DNA, these songs. It's the best way of putting it. Full disclosure. We're New Zealanders. Um, Fucking A. Sheep, shag, and kiwis. Fuck you, mate. Yeah, mate. Fucking good cunts. And uh, Neil Finn, uh, uh, born in Te Awamutu, New Zealand. Um, Raised there with his brother, Tim Finn. Uh, Tim Finn started Split Split Ends. Neil Finn later joined Split Ends. Whole bunch of things happened. Yeah, so this is a Kiwi institution, Crowded House. So, yeah. And our DNA is, is correct. But this was a band that went cool for a long time. Like, when they were put this album out, it wasn't cool to, like, Crowded House. Oh, I guess. Mm. Like, well, it came out, what, 86? So this is before my music listening Times when I was six years old, I was dancing around the living room to fucking dire straits with me mum, you know. Uh, gay, yeah, carry on dancing with your mum. Is that gay? <laughs> yeah, when you're six, <laughs> well, I think it's kind of normal. Uh, let's just call it non binary. Move on, you yeah, sure? All right, doing some non binary dancing with me mum, right. um. So this, yeah, this wasn't on the radar. I'm trying to think when the whole crowded house split ends thing did come on my radar, and I honestly couldn't pick it. You know, it's just always been there. He's like Neil Finn is New Zealand's Jesus. He's just always been there, putting the good word well, to all of us. I was reading when this album came out. It. Um wouldn't get played in New Zealand. The New Zealand disc jockeys refused to put it on the radio. They weren't very cool no. about it. It wasn't until this became a number one and well, it wasn't a number one, but he had a number two hit with Don't Dream It's Over in the United States. The album got into the top 20 or something, yeah. top seven, something like that, and then New Zealand kind of cottoned on. But I was right. a huge fan of this album when I was in high school, and it just wasn't cool. And... I'd read articles when 
Tim Fit, uh, Neil Finn was doing, he did a lot of kind of shows around New Zealand. People weren't even mm. going to them. He was playing like little town halls to 50 people and stuff in New Zealand. He would go overseas and he's playing a massive venue. Well, yeah, not right. a huge venue, but much larger venues. Underappreciated yep. in New Zealand, but now he's a legend. And now it's yeah. kind of cool to like him. Uh, we're a bunch of pricks in New Zealand, basically. That's what I want to say. Yeah. Tall poppy syndrome. If you're doing well, fuck you. Do worse, you can't. You know? Um, yeah, yeah I'd, I'd, uh, like I want to say Crowded House's success and Neil Finn had a lot to do with, you know, like Kiwis living in the UK, expats, big country. He's over there doing some tour. Oh, yeah, he's the guy from Split Ends. And it created a Kiwi culture over there, maybe as well. And then it came home after that. Uh, oh, they always every, did better every... in Australia. They were based in Australia. They did, you know, play. They were playing quite big places in Australia, and then come to New Zealand. No one gave a shit. Yeah, what was the breakdown? Was um, so Neil's a Kiwi, and then they had an Aussie drummer. Aussie drummer, or Aussie guy. bass player. Oh, right. So it's an Aussie band, he really. Was, uh, he was Seymour. What was his name? But his brother was the singer of Hunters and Collectors, a big Australian band. Oh, yeah. Good trivia. And Paul Hester on drums. He cooled himself. He, um, he hung park, himself eh? in a tree in a park. Yeah, just down the road from his house. Weirdo. But yeah, had, had the d- depressions, apparently. He should have not dreamed it was over. Thought of something so strong, but people were mean to him in the world where he lived. Now he's got a tombstone. Mm, oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> so this is technically he a, couldn't uh, carry on. He, he, pff, something was so strong. They'd be mean to me. Um, yeah, yeah, but I'll love I will you. Till love you till the day I die. Yeah. Yeah. In a tree in a park. So it's a concept yeah. album. About the drummer's death. No, Sorry, Neil. We don't mean it. We're just trying to be funny. Uh, yeah. He doesn't listen to us anymore on account of the content. Uh, Neil Finn or the dead drummer? Both <laughs> at this point. <laughs> yeah. uh, okay. See, so I mean, look, for me on my radar, I. Yeah, Split Ends is always in there, mainly just like greatest hits albums, and that's my awareness of Neil Finn. But then it wasn't until, must have been 98, 99, when Neil Finn put on some big collaborative show in Auckland, and it had uh, drummer and guitarist from Radiohead and Eddie Vedder and some other no-names. Johnny Radiohead, dude, yeah. yeah. They all came over and played a show, and I went to that. And I, you know, being a Pearl Jam fan, I was really just there for Eddie. And he killed it. It was awesome. But it was also a nice introduction to, well, maybe not an introduction, but like a re-osmosis, a reminder of what Neil Finn did. And so that kind of put him back on my radar, you know. That would be the only album of his that I own. I sort of started getting sick of him. After a while, because he started doing a lot of what I would consider stunt things, you know, it's like you know, putting together a band with 
Eddie Vedder and all those guys. Mm. His greatest hits with only a couple of songs, new songs on there. It was like, was it three new songs on a greatest hits album? It's kind of like, well, I kind of want the new songs, but I don't want the greatest hits because I got the records already. Yeah, that's it. And you start it's getting always a bit good at doing like, there's a couple of Finn Brothers albums that are really good as well. Eh? Like he's, he's mm. like the, he's like New Zealand's Paul McCartney. The dude can write a song, right? He's one of the world's most respected songwriters. There's a lot of people who say "Don't Dream It's Over" is the song they wish they wrote. Like some really big artists, it's been covered by a lot of people and had hits for them too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's probably one song I don't enjoy. <laughs> Ever. Heard it too many times. Yeah, it's just so like soppy and it's yeah, nah. Oh, nah. makes it makes me want to hang myself from a tree in a park, really. So, you know what I liked about these guys? Just thought of it is oh, when I was a little kid. I'll tell you anyway, seeing as you're not interested. But when I was a little kid, when the first albums I listened to was the Beatles, um, Hard Day's Night, and I just love that because those guys just screamed. Like, I thought the Beatles was heavy metal before heavy metal, you know. You know how the Beatles used to scream when they were young? Oh, Shut yeah. Up, baby. They yeah, fucking they awesome. it up. Yeah. And then when I got Crowded House, I thought it was the Beatles all over again. Because, yeah, he's got a great voice. He's got a bit of a scream. It's There's yeah. quite a dark nature to some of the lyrics. And, yeah. Um. Now her parents are divorced and her friends all committed suicide and sitting in a mental institution with a black and white TV to stop them from getting lonely. Like, it's all fantastic, isn't it? Yeah, Great lyrics, okay. great imagery. Wordsmith, yeah. Mm. Yeah. Just, uh, and it seems to come very easy for him as well. Like, as we said, listening to this album, it feels like a greatest hits album and it's a debut. Like, how many debut albums can you go Shit, this is, you know, most of these songs will be on their greatest hits album. You know, like the, you know, the Pearl Jam, their debut album 10, it's got a bunch of bangers on it. Any others? You know, like it's hard to think of off the top of your head bands that are that good straight out the gate. Uh, Guns N' Roses, Appetite for Destruction. Yeah, there you go. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know, there's a lot of bands. First Metallica is awesome. Kill them all. Uh, yeah, but it's uh, how how many tracks off Kill 'Em All are on the greatest hits of Metallica? I, I got feel a greatest like hits. Oof. don't they? No, oh, it's a shame. Never They're done losing the greatest money. hits. I bet they will now off the back of uh, Stranger Things, like re-release their greatest hits, and it's got Master of Puppets as seen in Stranger Things. Give me the money. Yeah. Right. I don't know what it's worth releasing albums now. I mean, no, it's all on Spotify. Yeah. Mm. You notice what Metallica are doing now is like every day or two they're putting out a, a live song, the film and recording them every day, pretty much you get a new song. That's all yeah. the whole era. It's great. No, Fantastic. I don't Love attention it. to them. So I'm hoping you're enjoying it as a fan, but as a not fan. I have no idea what you're talking about. 
mm. escaped the so, other day and the bell tolls. Oh. Yeah. You're speaking Latin to me. Mm. Uh, when you back in the day put this thing on and you on your oh, it would have been vinyl in nineteen eighty six. It was you, a walkman. No, I'm assuming it was a walkman. Walkman. I was listening to cassette tapes. Yeah, that's the best times, the golden times. Uh, but when you listen to this, uh, you chuck on track one. Does it? Oh, that's my dog making noise. Uh, when you put on track one, does it? Do you feel it sets you up for the album? Are you like, do you get it? From yeah. Track one. Yeah, it's a great representation. Mean to me. Ah, oh, sketchy. I, I yeah. feel a lot of the songs are quite aggressive and dark, uh, which mm. I really like, especially when considering they're mostly like acoustic guitars with, um, you know, some backing electrics and stuff. Yeah. But you know who they are? dark nature. That, that reminds me of another band. I think we've done them before. Remember the Shins? Real sort of happy, poppy music, but the lyrics were dark. Uh, and I think that's a bit similar to Crowded House. You know, it's a strummy, real catchy, it's real hooky music. Like it's it's Beatles pop, essentially. But yeah, as you say, darker lyrical themes. This is faster song, so like more up-tempo rockers, but acoustic, mm. you know. Mm. Whereas the shins are a bit melancholy. Oh, yeah, look. If I had to, if I had to pick a band, uh, if you chose one, the other would never exist. I'm going to pick Crowded House to exist, and the Shins can just disappear. Really, you love that album, Brad. I, I do like the Shins, but in the scope of who's doing better things for society, <laughs> go with Crowded House. I mean, they're bringing done for society. They're bringing thousands together at the Sydney Opera House, bringing joy to the world, you know, and the shins are playing to like 100 people in some dive bar, right? Grand scale forgive. joy. What about Neil Finney? He did that song for New Zealand Rugby. It was fucking terrible. Oh, was he a did a song shit, for it? that Red Nose Day song for a cot death. It was with, fucking bullshit. <laughs> he did it with that cunt from the Exponents, didn't he? Um, oh, Jordan like, Luck. Oh. Yeah, get your gumboots oh. or fuck. I can't remember what it was. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> yeah, it was all those New Zealand stereotypes. You're like, no one fucking knows anyone like that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. 90, it's Fred Dagg references. You're like, no one does that shit. Yeah, that's it. That was it. <laughs> I like Fred Dagg. Do one of his You have to explain who Fred Dagg is. New Zealand comedian who made fun of farmers back in the 50s. New no. Zealand farmers stereotypes in the 50s. Very funny, but not entirely accurate. Nah, his one about why'd the boat sink? Oh, there was a fucking hole in the front. That's, that's genius. Anyway. Sit right here, mate. I'll get you a mug of beer. Yeah. Shit, um, this meeting will end in 10 minutes. Fuck these Zoom pricks. Hey. We could be more professional and not let anybody know that we use Zoom to make our episodes, but you fucked that up. Recorded in the pointless and confused $16 million recording facility at the top of a 
a cliff on a on above our secret lair. Yeah, the the secret volcano lair. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we have a henchman that throws a um uh, a glove. Yeah. Some of our wenches um, they're demanding to be serviced. So. Yeah. Ten minutes left, Brad. Uh, what are we going to well, do? We we get into the skippability then, shall we? Yep. 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 Where you what go? You, me for me, I've got mean to me. Epic world where you live. Epic. Now we're getting somewhere. Epic. Don't dream it's over. Epic. Love you till the day I die. Epic. Something so strong. Epic. Hole in the river. Epic. Can't carry on. Decent. I walk away. I gave him the epic. Tombstone decent. I love this album. It's great. Wow. You really, I have to really say, did I not think, expect that. I think Can't Carry On is a song that's sometimes on the album and sometimes not, depending on the track listing. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, love the album. There's nothing I would throw out at all. It's all, it's all, it's either fucking awesome or it's all right. It's pretty good. Yeah, right. Look. For me, fairly similar, you know, like I said, greatest hits, but I wouldn't, you're talking, you know, epic. Uh, I'd probably use the word neat or like choice, bro, but not like epic. It's not something that I'd fucking in a room full of mates go, oh, bro, you've got to check out something so strong this is gonna knock your socks off let me turn the stereo up to 42 and have the sub on so you can crank it you know this is like yep here's a bit of new zealand history this is us kiwis this is a good kiwi song no it's not i mean it's not heavy metal not you know but it's just solid great Incredibly yeah. well crafted songs with great lyrics. It's epic for crowded huge, It's a huge. It's a. It's just a crowd. It's not a. It's a pop album. Yeah. Pop rock album. So, it's great. Uh, you know, because we're running out of time here on our schedule. For me, pretty similar to you. Like, mean to me. Where do we live? Now we're getting somewhere. Oh, I'll give you. Don't dream. It's over. It's four straight solid openers. Love you till the day I die. I'm going to skip to the next one. Something so strong. Again, classic. After that, I could switch the album off. It does start waning. There's a couple of... Just got bored. Now, I'd never... I had never put this album on and listened to it from start to finish ever in my life. So my crowded houses from greatest hits or all the radio man these songs are just radio staples down here in the southern hemisphere um so i knew you know the ones that i knew were great and i tried as get as many listens as i could in for the songs that i didn't know but they just didn't stick in my brain like those ones did you know so i'd happily just take all what would have been the singles off this album or all the songs that end up on the greatest hits and go yep awesome and then ditch this almost ditch the second half really after something so strong i'm out so out of how many tracks we got here 11 songs 11 one two three four five fuck i'm only keeping five really so not even halfway okay but it's you know five like we've had before five almost perfect songs and then some 
mediocre stuff. Oh, they're all right. It does fall off the edge last. Uh, can't carry on onwards. Can't carry on. I yeah. walk away. Tombst- Tombstone's pretty good. Mm. That's what I call love. I was surprised it buying this album off. that really took me by surprise was the production. It's fucking great. You know, for 1986, there's some beautiful sounding acoustic guitars. And, you know, the, the balances and the vocals are all crisp and the harmonies are great. Like, whoever was the producer nailed it. Yeah. Mitchell Froome, he was the split ends. Timeless too. Player. Like, you could record this, this, the tones and the style of everything could be put out today. And you'd be like, ah, oh, it's clean, it's crisp, it's great. Um, also, want to mention um, Tim Pierce has a YouTube channel uh, where he talks about guitar, and he's a session musician based in LA, and he played all the electric background guitars, all the weird ambient sounding electric oh. guitars. Right, yeah, fantastic, interesting, like really awesome guitar work from him. He's a really cool guitar player. He's a great YouTube channel. Um, yeah, we just like to throw a reference around and help the little fellas out every now and then, don't we, Brad? Yeah, from our lair. He's Look. trying. Ace, Look, we all try. Some of us succeed. Like Neil Finn. Yeah. Not amongst men. How are you going to rate it? Here. I'm going to give it a nine. It does trail off a little bit. Woo! I'm going to give it... Um, Nine oversized suits out of ten, really. Uh, wow. Sparkles. Like, uh, what's that band? Talking Heads. They have the oversized suits, don't they? Yeah. Well, the Crowded House had the weird suits. They were always, you know, bright colours. Well, it was kind of a split ends. Yeah, split ends. Too. No, both of them did. They both wore strange suits with lots of, you know, embellishments was on the them. Time. And, uh, it was just a bit was non-binary. They didn't even know what there was back in 86. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, for me, rating then. it, look, I just, I, I can't go off, you know, the, you know, hit songs versus Skippy songs. I think it's a great album, but not a nine. I think it's worthy of an eight, though. I'll give, I'll give this, I'll give this, uh, it's pretty high for me because I, it's a good I rating. I think, but from little old music, from little old Tiawamutu, mm. these guys have made it on the world stage, and I'm proud of them. Makes me proud to be a Kiwi. When you see, you know, people all around the world singing songs written here, so it's just just pride. Eight, eight. What am I going to give it? Eight, eight pride marches <laughs> out of ten. She came all the way from America. She had a blind date with destiny and the sound of the album. I you paid enough for, to listen to you sing. Wing. Now her parents are divorced and her friends See, are committed to what we have to put up with. We have to apologize for Dan's cocaine abuse. Why apologize? Keeps him awake. Gets them through Gets me each on the board. Gets me through life. Let's face Gets it, there's on, a lot of suffering. on the ball right where you want to be. Yeah. Haven't been arrested in ages. Like, mm. 
I'm doing well. Great. Well, I'm happy for you, and I'm happy that your house is crowded and uh, sharks have fins. What? Shark attack. Great song. Do 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 do